Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Cole's Coffee and Conversation. My name is Carl. And I'm Holly. I'd like, welcome to another exciting edition of Cole's Coffee and Conversation. How are you doing, Holly? I'm doing excellent. Thank you, Carl. Beautiful. And how are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. I'm so glad to hear that. No, good. I'm glad you glad that you're glad that you're, you're glad here. that I'm glad that I'm glad yes gladly all righty all righty guys well we hope you enjoyed the first edition of what we are covering what is who are we covering again Holly? the Westboro Baptist Church Ooh. in Topeka Kansas nothing says love like the Westboro Baptist yep, Church. God hates fags Ooh, you went there I wasn't going to. Well, that's their website that is their website believe it or not it is godhatesfags.com not a fan just letting you guys know we're not fans, but uh, we decided to go a little uh, different, a little sideways look at these this group. Try to see if we can crack the code and see what the heck happened to this, right? Okay, yes, I am. Uh, can't wait. All righty, so before we get into it, let's uh, cover a couple things. No disclaimer anymore. We're done with that. If you want to know what the disclaimer is, there's how many episodes they can listen to At with a disclaimer? At least over 40. There you go, over 40. All right, I'm not going to bore you with that. Okay, now, but if you want to let us know. How you feel about us, all you wonderful cultonites out there. Hit us up. Let us know. Facebook at Colts Coffee and Conversation. Instagram at Colts Coffee Con Bo. And also we have the Twitter machine, the Twitter at Colts Coffee Con One. That is Colts Coffee Con and the number one. And of course our email address at Colts Coffee Convo at gmail.com. But wait, there's more. What else we got, Holly? Well, you can take your voice memo on your smartphone, record it, and send it off to Colts Coffee Convo at gmail.com. Okay. Now, before we get into our conversation about our Colts, we must discuss our coffee. Holly, mm. what are you drinking today? Well, you know, I'm going to stick with my home brew with my Italian sweet cream creamer. And I put a little dash of cinnamon in. Cinnamon. Cin- 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 Not cinnamon. <laughs> cinnamon. <laughs> a dash of cinnamon. Okay. <laughs> Cinnamon and in. Okay, I am drinking nitro brew. Mmm. It's tastes creamy, but yet no milk. For some reason, it's like drinking heaven. I think it sounds like it's gonna explode. And <laughs> explode my mind. Alrighty, you guys ready to get into this? Ready for part two? Let's do this. Okay, but let's do a little recap real quick. We've already discussed uh the liter a little bit about him. Mr. Phelps himself, which his first name is, ah, Fred Phelps, Freddie, Fred Waldron Phelps. Yes, his last, his middle name is Waldron. Let that sink in. Anyway, okay, so we talked about him a little bit, his little uh, background of where he should have went to West Point, but decided to become a preacher, said, thanks, Tent Revival, and kind of just kind of going how he became the lead pastor of the Westboro Baptist Church. Now, let's get into his belief system a little bit. Are you ready for this, Holly? I am ready. This can be entertaining at least. Okay, here we go. Now, he, being Fred, describes himself as an old school Baptist, but I don't see anything old school Baptist about him. But uh, he states that uh, he holds to to all the five points of Calvinism. Now, what are the five points of Calvinism? Well, I'm going to break it down just a smidgen. Uh, I'm going to talk about it, and Holly's going to get into some detail, okay? So we have the first point is uh, total depravity. That's one. And then you have unconditional uh, election, and uh, that's the second one. The third one is limited atonement. 
And the fourth point is irresistible grace. The fifth one is perseverance of the saints. Now, Holly, let's get in some detail because a lot of people probably do not know the five points of Calvinism. So let's get in a little bit of detail, a broad stroke a little bit because we can paint the picture for them. Yes, it's called TULIP. T-U-L-I-P. So it starts with T, total depravity of man. Okay, this asserts that a, as a consequence of the fall of man into sin, every person is enslaved to sin. Mm. People are not in nature inclined to love God, but rather to serve their own interests and to reject the will of God. Mm. So you is unconditional election. This asserts that God has chosen from eternity those whom he will bring to himself, not based on foreseen virtue, merit, or faith, but rather his choice is unconditionally grounded in his mercy alone. So that's basically predetermined before birth already? Yes. Okay. Limited atonement. This implies that only the sins of the elect were atoned for by Jesus' death. So this is pretty rough right here. Because it's saying that if you're chosen to be saved, Jesus only died for those who were chosen to be saved. Beautiful. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Irresistible grace. This means that when God sovereignly purposes to save someone, that individual certainly will be saved. That means you have no choice. Ah, uh, okay. And perseverance of the saints. Saints meaning just Christians. Gotcha. Not saints in heaven. Yes. God is sovereign. And his will cannot be frustrated by humans or anything else. Those whom God has called into communion with himself will continue in faith until the end. Those who apparently fall away either never had true faith to begin with or if they are saved but presently walking in the spirit, they will be divinely chastened and will repent. That is tulip. Tiptoe through the window. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay, that sounds fun. Um, great. That means you have no choice. You're going to hell predetermined, basically. You're going to heaven predetermined. Yes. How do you know that he was not predetermined to go to hell? We don't know. Of course we don't, but he believes in this. So, it makes honestly, sense. so when you come to some other part of our discussion, we'll talk about how this tulip belief comes into it excellent perfect the five uh, points of calvinism he actually his main focus is two of the five that's their main but they do all five is unconditional election obviously and limited atonement he's creating his own narrative now what leader that we've covered that does not create their own narrative none beautiful now he also uh since, which kind of make questions to me as he was an old school Baptist. Now, he didn't like and he opposed a few things here, which I'm kind of like, that doesn't sound very Baptist. But anyway, he didn't like Sunday school meetings. He didn't like Bible colleges. He didn't like seminaries. And he really didn't like multi-non-denominational crusades. That would include people like Billy Graham. That's correct. Believe it or not, he worked for Billy Graham back in the day uh, when he was uh, a young lad going to... Bob Jones University. There you go. And uh, now he f uh, fell out of graces with Graham. Not graces, but he is in his own mind. 
I'm no longer liking Billy Graham. He changed his view because Billy Graham changed his views on literal hell, calling Graham, quote, the greatest false prophet since Balaam. Ooh, that's a nice little moniker to be called. Now, also, he condemned large church leaders such as Robert Schuller, Jerry Falwell, and as well as all the Catholics. Well, that's an easy target. You think? All of them are easy targets. Right. Now, we've also taken a few things, uh, a little quirky things that they also do uh, have their beliefs against or for or whatever you want to label it. Now, I took these right off of their website. Okay, right off their website. Now, break it down, Holly. What other things they have nice opinions about as far as their belief system goes? This is very topical, as we know. It's the COVID-19 commentary. Ah, yes, keeping it keeping it fresh the coronavirus covid19 is the wrath of god on the children of disobedience Ooh! now mm. this is uh, each one of these things i'm going to mention have their own link you can click on them and go and expand of what go they down say. that yeah go down the deep rabbit hole by the way i didn't look at this so my natural reaction to this is legit i refuse to look at it i wanted to be surprised like the rest of the cult tonight so continue i apologize the next one is God's hatred in the Bible. Not right. God's love, but God's hatred in the Bible. God just doesn't hate the sin, but he also hates the sinner, as these Bible verses demonstrate. So if wait, you click wait, on that. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Hold on. No. That's, wait, what? You know, he's against God hates the sin, but loves the sinner. Now they don't believe that. Uh, but that's in the Bible, like legit. Well, he's pretty Old Testament about these things. Of course, he's Old Testament. Okay, next, homosexuality in the Bible. The Bible is clear that homosexuality is a sin in the eyes of God. It's not okay to be gay. Hmm. Next one is Jesus Christ's references to hell. Direct and veiled references to hell, damnation, and judgment from the lips of the Lord Jesus Christ in the New Testament. So if you click on that link, you'll get all of those. Yes, Jesus did talk about hell in the Bible. Okay. Go, go on. <laughs> now, some of these are things that most, you know, a lot of conservative Christians do believe. So we'll just, you know, they lump it. But we're going to get some other ones that are kind of crazy. Okay. God loves everyone lie. Okay. Ooh, okay. So 701 biblical passages proving God's hatred and wrath for most of mankind. So there's a 701 biblical passages that you can click on that link and find out. That God hates mankind. That might be a rabbit hole I'm willing to go down. Okay, go ahead. Love thy neighbor. Our duty is to love our neighbor as ourselves. This involves rebuking our neighbor. Ooh, okay. Well, you know, they're saying, you know, rebuke someone that you love. And that's that's not what they're doing, though. Of course not. All right, okay. okay. The vine of Sodom. Not quite sure about this. They're they're referencing Deuteronomy thirty two thirty two for their vine is not the vine of Sodom and of the fields of Gomorrah. Their grapes are the grapes of gall. Their clusters are bitter. I don't know exactly what this is. Huh. Okay. The next one is seven churches in Revelation. Hmm. Okay. The seven churches of Asia in Revelation chapter two and three. Jesus Christ defines what good looks like for his churches. Okay? Mm -hmm. Bible truth on prayer, Bible compendium on prayer. The servants of the living and true God are to pray daily. 
the meaning of life. What is the meaning of life? Why are we here? What is our purpose? New Testament church scorecard. This is interesting. Interesting. Okay. All right. So how does your church stack up against the scriptures? (laughs) (laughs) According to the Westboro Baptist Church, everybody sucks but them. Pretty much. But I didn't go into that. The Lord is coming. The great day of God's wrath draws an eye. Uh-huh. Marriage admonishments to husbands and wives. Okay. Now this is the summer fruit, which is national sins bring national plagues. What? Okay. And Bible truth on joy, a Bible compendium on joy and rejoicing for God's people. The joy of the Lord is their strength. Okay. Safety, stronghold, refuge, and protection. Mm-hmm. Sounds okay. Okay. Now this is a good one. Okay. And this is the last one. All right. Jesus wimp. Or bold king. Okay, so Wait, what? Okay, go ahead. Either no, one sorry, or the sorry. other. One, oh, okay. Oh, okay, so Jesus Christ is or was he? Is he? Because you know we believe he's still in yeah. heaven. Right. Milk toast, mealy mouth, namby pamby, molly coddler, hippie wimp, or bold and brave preacher, king, captain, and judge. Molly coddler. Yes. Interesting. An old people thing. Well, these are yeah, I've I've heard stuff preached like this before. Modelly coddler, milk toast, mealy mouth, namby pamby, namby pamby, molly molly coddler, hippie. That's straight from the fifties. Yeah, pretty much. Listen here, milk toast. (laughs) 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 All righty, interesting. Okay, well there you go, folks. You want to go down that rabbit hole? That 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 one that pretty interesting about was it the seven hundred and one whatever. 701 biblical passages proving God's, God's hatred. hatred and wrath for most of mankind. But, the, but oh gosh, okay, I'm, I don't want to go on a theological rant. Like, Wait a minute, hold on here. We're made in God's image, right? I guess apparently not. Okay, alrighty. Well, he sounds like a nice guy, right? Beautiful. Well, here's an interesting little spice about this man. He was also a lawyer. So we're going to go down a little bit of his... Uh, interesting uh law practice yes are you ready to have some fun with this this? will probably surprise some people it will yes okay now believe it or not he was majority of a civil rights lawyer interesting nice little twist here now he earned his law degree from washburn university in 1964 i bet you he's not on the list of prominent alumni (laughs) probably not yep so he founded a felt chartered law firm now claiming he brought down the Jim Crow law in Topeka. Okay, all right. That sounds nice, right? Okay. Yes. Sounds nice. Now, his law firm made up of one-third of the state's federal docket of civil rights cases. So this man was a busy man. So, you know, when I was reading this, I'm like, no way. Yes way. Now, Phelps uh, took cases on behalf of African-American clients alleging racial discrimination. Now, the racial discrimination was by the school systems and also the predominantly uh, black American legion that was raided by police alleging racial-based police abuse. Okay. Now, he also did obtain settlements for their clients. So, sounds nice, right? Okay. Now, they also represented... Here's some interesting things. Also represented non-white people from Kansas, also known as Jayhawks. Yes. Okay. Uh, in discrimination actions against the Kansas City Power and Light. And he also represented two Kansas University professors alleging discrimination at Kansas universities. 
Okay, very good. Now, Phelps received awards from the Greater Kansas City Chapter of Blacks in Government and also the Bonner Springs branch of the NAACP for his work on behalf of black clients. Not bad. Well, fast forward a little bit. Okay, in 1994, there was an author who wrote a book called Addicted to Hate by John Michael Bell in discussing of, this is weird because he's known for hate, being a hateful, whatever you want to call him, pastor, leader, whatever. According to his son, uh, which is Nate, Phelps expressed racist views. Now, Nate Phelps uh, states that they largely took civil cases for money rather than principle, which is a contradiction in its own way. It's very, very just, what? It's like one of those things where you hear this and you just kind of like, hey, well, I'm, I'm confused on this for just a second here. But it's true. Now, Shirley Phelps denies these claims because we're going to get into the family episodes of, of their wonderful, loving family, but she disputes this as well. Now, uh, going a little further, in 19... Now, we're going to kind of read back a little bit. And Now, in 1979, Phelps was disbarred. Now, only in the state of Kansas. This is the reason why he got disbarred. There was a case about false... Well, actually, you know what, Holly? You have a little bit more of a detail better than I do in regard to in this court case about a court clerk... Didn't do something for her, and then yes, he uh, she is named Carolyn Brady, mm -hmm. and she had failed to have a court transcript ready for Phelps on the day he asked for it. Right. Although it did not affect the outcome of the case, Phelps sued her for twenty-two thousand dollars. That's a lot of money. So back in, in the 79. ensuing trial, Phelps called Brady to the stand declared her a hostile witness, and then cross-examined her for nearly a week, Ugh. during which he accused her of being a slut, mm. tried to introduce testimony from former boyfriends whom Beautiful. Phelps wanted to subpoena, and accused her of a variety of perverse sexual acts, ultimately reducing her to tears on the stand. Now, I don't understand how the judge let this go. Well, due to this lovely uh, scene he created in the courtroom, that what got him disbarred. He mm. pretty much said, you know what? Yeah, you don't need to be a lawyer anymore. So, But so here's the thing that we were finding out is that you can be disbarred from the state, but you're still not done, but you can still practice law in federal court. And this is where he decides to go a little further in his career. Now, of course, we have... Uh, a few fun things that we're going to look over here. Now, he sued Ronald Reagan. Look at that. He sued Ronald Reagan over Ronald Reagan's appointment of a U.S. ambassador to the Vatican, stating, quote, for his reason of suing, is a violation of church and state. Now, this case, of course, was dismissed. But here's the one that really got his gander. In 1985, nine, count it, nine, Federal judges filed a disciplinary uh, complaint against Phelps and five of his children, alleging false accusations against the judges. Now, in 1989, four years later, they, the complaint was settled and never practiced federal law in court again. So there it is. This is the man who baffles us all still to this day. Oh, yeah, he baffles me. Yes. That is his pretty much his law career. Now, I know everyone's kind of going, well, he did some good. Well, no, 
that you are correct. He did some, but it was for different reasons why he decided to do that. So, are you still interested, Holly? Oh yes, uh, we haven't even touched on. We haven't scratched the surface <laughs> on this group yet. No, this is just the history. This is just we we still going into the history. Yes, um, we still uh, have to follow up all the way through uh, today. Yes, day, right. Yes, and they've the and you know some of these. Uh, this group has gotten some famous uh, publicity, mm-hmm. uh, uh, national publicity, yes. i.e. the Howard Stern Show. They were on quite a few times there as well. Yeah, he had them on. I know. I was like, wait, what? And then I remember, oh, yeah, they are. Yes, a very, um, very interesting group. That uh, I think it's good because when you get exposure and you get the people saying with their own mouth what they believe or... And, and, you know, that way it's not like you're slanting the news. No. You're getting it from the source. Like a lot of our our research is going to come from their website. Oh, of course. No, They, they have they a ha- huge website. They hide of, nothing. Yeah. They are proud and loud about everything that they believe that you would just takes your breath away. Right. But they don't really care. I mean, oh, we're no, going to go into their music. Oh. We're going to go into their activities. Oh, yeah. That, we're going to go oh, into so all kinds despicable. of... Interesting things that they, it's them telling on themselves. Yes, and we are going to have a laugh. Definitely a laugh with the music. I'm looking forward to their... Oh, I don't think so. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, gosh. I cannot wait to hear some of this gloriousness. Alrighty, guys. Well, uh, that's it for now. Uh, we hope you guys uh, continue to leave uh, feedback. We appreciate it. We thank you for it. All you wonderful Coltonites out there. Alrighty, and on that note, Holly, good night. Good night, Carl.